Hello, I'm Justin Belguarini, CEO and founder of the Warrior Artist Alliance, and you are listening to the Warrior Artist Podcast. Today's episode is titled, Learning to Forget. Kick back, relax, and enjoy the show. The gift and the curse of being artists and performers is that we are more aware and more in touch than most people with the secrets of life that exist just behind the curtain of the everyday. So the question is, how do we play full out and beat the odds in an entertainment business that feels like it's designed to block our path at every turn? Well, the Warrior Artist Podcast answers that question and so much more. I'm Justin Belguarini, and you are listening to the Warrior Artist Podcast. When I cleaned out my office one day, I realized that I had a ton of sides and music and stuff from my auditions over the years. I mean, binders full of things that I had looked at maybe once or twice after the audition and then just put in a pile and eventually organized into a place and places. I mean, there's still, I'm looking around right now in my office and I see a lead sheet over here and some lyrics with highlighter over there. I have to clean again because I've gotten to that place that we get to when we get busy and then we're like, oh, it's fine, I'll get to it, I'll get to it. And then all of a sudden you can't walk anywhere. But the point is that I had this huge pile and when I cleaned out the office, I put it into a bin and I was like, oh, I'm going to shred these things because I don't need these papers. I'm going to shred them anymore. And as I, oh, my stomach's rumbling. As I compiled it and compiled it and compiled it, I started to shred it. And then I realized it just, there was so much stuff. And I sat back and I thought, well, what is, what, what's the deeper meaning of all this because I like looking for signs I like looking for indicators those clues that the universe or God or whatever it is you want to call it give us to like what's really going on in our lives and when I sat back and I thought about it I came to the realization that it was a microcosm of me holding on to the past and holding on to my past mistakes. Many of those sides of music and things that were in there were, were jobs I didn't get. And that's the life we live when we audition, right? We go to, if we're lucky, we'll get the sides the night before or a couple of days before, depending on the kind of project. And then we'll go in and we'll have all of, we'll spend hours learning it. And then we'll go in and we'll have all of two minutes in the room, five minutes, 10 minutes would, is a luxury of time. It's kind of like Olympians, you know, I think figure skating. I, I can skate as in strap on skates and not completely break something on the ice skate. But I look at those people who figure skate and I think of the fact that in the Olympics, when you have your, what is it, your two-minute, four-minute routine, something like that, when you have that, 
literally those people spend years, four years in between Olympics working for a two to four minute routine. And it kind of feels like that for us, doesn't it? Like we spend so much time, even in the in the interest of, of going into a simple cattle call, we spend so much time preparing and working. And then we get into the room and it's a minute or two minutes. Or like I had my one of my first cattle calls, there's five or six of us were lined up in a row and I just stepped forward and I sang and then I stepped back. And then I had to listen to other people go. Crazy, right? So getting back to my story, I, I felt like I was holding on to my past mistakes. And so instead of shredding them one by one, I decided to take them out back and we have a fire pit and I put them all in there and I burned them. Now, I'm not suggesting that you do this. And in some cases, it might not be, you know, if you're in an apartment in the city somewhere, this is not a good idea, okay? I am not encouraging you to light fire to anything. But the point is, is that I was holding on to past mistakes. When I, I remember when I would get out of the audition room, I would, like I said, I think in episode 70, I, I, I would see an ultra 4K HD, the mistakes that I had made and just be like, oh, I could have done this better. And then I would go over the sides and I'd be like, oh, I should have done that better. And then I would hold on to it and I would put it in that pile. I would put it in that binder and I would, in essence, carry those mistakes, carry that self-recrimination with me throughout the years and into the next audition and auditions that, and you know, wasn't, might not have been conscious. Certainly wasn't on purpose or maybe it was, I don't know. Maybe I was trying to prove to myself that I wasn't good enough. So maybe that's why I kept on them. I don't know. But in the room, when I bring, when you bring those things into the room, whether you realize it or not, the people in there can feel it. You know, you know, we're artists. I think we can grasp the concept of the fact that there are unspoken things going on between people, energies passed back and forth between people. And if we really notice, we can we can get a feel of someone within the first 30 seconds that we meet them, even if they're tricksters and they try and hide. There's something. If we are present and in that room, the casting director, the those people, they are trained to sniff out lies. They are trained to sniff out energy. They're trained to uh, uh, help you gather energy and to bring that. In. So, so they are they deal in that world and in that sort of spiritual energetic world. And so, when we bring our past, our mistakes, the crap that we've been through that day into the room and we don't allow it to serve us. We use it as a, as a, a crutch or we use it as something other than something to serve us. And I think I've, I've mentioned this in the, in the past that you can walk, you can have a crap day and you can walk into the room. And if you learn how to use that energy to serve you, you can actually shine even brighter in the audition, but that's another story. I'm, I'm getting off topic. So 
what I did is I burned all of these papers. I got rid of them. And I would encourage you to do the same thing with the caveat, unless you plan to teach or something like that, then of course you want to have sides and things, keep it. But most of us don't want to do that. Most of us are not going to ever look at those things again. And all they are, are just a clutter and B energetically i believe there is they're they're holding on to the past they're holding their their that dragnet that i talk about that we just put stuff in behind us it's that big dragnet that we drag behind us and we just keep throwing garbage and our mistakes and our hurts and our bleh into it and it's just like this big sort of I don't know, like, if you have ever, if you have children, or if you have ever been around small babies, you know, it's like when the diaper gets full and it looks like, oh my goodness, what is that thing that they're dragging behind them? And that, that that's what it feels like to me. And so, when you're coming out of an audition, something that I'd like you to practice is learning to forget. Learn to forget what happened in the room. Learn to forget the mistakes you made. Learn to forget literally the sides in your hand. Take them and just crumple them up and throw them into the nearest waste bin after you get out of the audition room. Now, I'm not saying that you should just forget what happened in the audition room and not analyze what you've done, but instead of just blah, 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 the, the thunderclouds coming in and, and the tornadoes whipping up and all sorts of just just forget it for a moment. Let it be what it was. And if you're going to analyze, which you should do, pick three things that you could have done better and work on those. Just work on those individually. And there are three things that I would like you to focus on and consider focusing on when you come out of an audition room. Because we could, we could, there's a million things and they're all different for everyone when we walk out, the, the quote unquote mistakes that we have made. But if there are three things that I would encourage you to focus on here just for this talk. Memorization is the first one. How can you become better at memorizing quickly the material? because it's so vital to be as present as possible in the room and not be looking down. Even, it doesn't matter if it's film, television, music, theater, whatever, it, it just, we wanna see your face. We wanna show them, the creative people on the other side of the team, the creative team rather, and the casting team on the other side of the table the wonderful things that are going on in your face. And when you memorize things, you're not necessarily looking at and looking for the words, you are present, more present, and you have the ability to play instead of to uh, keep looking down and just, uh, all right? So how can you more quickly and, and more effectively memorize material? Two, your audition technique. The actual technique of auditioning. We learn acting technique. We learn singing technique. We learn all of these tech dancing technique, obviously, movement technique. But it is imperative for you to understand the doing of the audition. 
It's so, so important. It's such a vital piece that we do not get in school. Third, your connection to the material. How can you connect more deeply to the material and be more present in the moment with it? Memorization certainly helps there. So memorization, your audition technique and your connection to the material. You know, for example, it's like if I were to go in for Sweeney Todd and I was the, the barber of Fleet Street, you know, I'd never slash someone's throat, never killed anybody, you know, <laughs> knock on wood. I pray to God it never happens. I never, ever, ever want to do it. But how do I, how do I connect to someone who's, who's in essence killing people and making pies out of them? I don't know what that's like. I don't ever want to know what that's like. But there's a way using what I've come to hear called as a kind of like story that I could figure out how. And I'll, I'll tell you a quick story. When I was probably 14, 13, 14, my best friend and I would have sleepovers at my house. And one of the things that we would do to be quote unquote bad would be we would wait until around one o'clock at night, get up, my parents were asleep, everything was quiet in the house and we just, we'd get dressed really quick and we'd put on some boots and you know, we'd put on a little jacket and we would open my dining room window parents house and we would sneak out of the house now would we go to some party would we go drinking would we no we didn't do any of that <laughs> i'm kind of embarrassed to tell you this but we would sneak out of the house and we would go through my neighborhood it was a development and we would walk out to the main road and just down the street from the main road was a strip mall you know it had like a what did it happen at the time it had like a you know, one of CVS, like a drugstore, and like a clothing store, and like a couple other these stores. Not a big strip mall, just, just just a strip mall. And we would walk around at night when it was quiet, knowing that the cops could could drive by at any moment. And that was our way of like, yeah, doing something bad. Now, it's hilarious, right? Because I have a 14-year-old and she tells me horror stories about the things that 14-year-olds do now. And I was like, what? How do I even know about that? It, it's insanity. And if you have any children, you know what I'm talking about. Or any nieces or nephews or what, you know what it is that I'm talking about. If they're 14 and you pay any attention to what it is that they do and say, you know. But back when I was that age, that was, and of course I would go on to do much worse things, but that was what was bad. That, that made me feel like bad because I was, I was doing something that no one else was doing. And I was getting away with something that I knew that if I was caught, I would get in a lot of trouble with. Well, how was that energetically any different than what our friend Sweeney Todd was doing? No, I'm not killing people, but I'm doing something that is that I feel I did something that I felt was like so wrong. And it gave me a little thrill and I liked it. And I was doing it in the dark. And I was I knew that I could get caught, but I didn't care because it felt so much fun. 
okay? So I can connect to material that I have obviously no real life experience in if I find a way to say, oh, that's kind of like, and I find a story from my own life or something in my own life that resonates with that character or the character's experience. So learning to forget, coming back around to the top, is one of the greatest things that you can do in order to not get bogged down and drag the past with you into the audition room. That's all I got for you today. I'm Justin Belguarini, and you've just been listening to the Warrior Artist Podcast. As always, you can email me at justin at ilivetoperform.com. That's justin at I-L-I-V-E-T-O-P-E-R-F-O-R-M.com with ideas, comments, questions, concerns, anything else you need. I'm very, very excited because we are getting closer and closer and closer to the day when I'm going to launch the Warrior Artist Alliance brand and company and everything like this. By the time you've heard this, it'll probably be done. But I'm excited because those three things that I told you, the memorization, the audition technique, the connection to the material, I am going to give you my best strategies, the things that I have learned over my almost two decades worth of experience in this business at a high level. I'm so, 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 so excited because I know there are things that you will enjoy and there are things, I love it. I absolutely love giving people the secret map that stops them from stepping on the landmines. And I can't wait to give it to you. All right, make it a great day. I love, love, love doing this because I love creating things that help us to all rise together.